Mortal Kombat! Hello, and welcome to the next exciting episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies Somewhat Quarantine Edition. The podcast where Matt and Todd watch a movie on the Netflix 100 list. There's a plane flying over. We're outside right now. We're going to push through, though. And then we talk about it and discuss how we liked it, didn't like it, hated it, love it, and then uh, hopefully you listen to it and then you love us. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And yes, welcome to this partial quarantine edition. We're recording in person for the first time in, in months. Um, but we are in my backyard, uh, outdoor deck environment, socially distanced, but hoping that the recorder can pick up both of our voices. We're putting so, it through the ringer today. Yes. Earning, earning your money, recorder. That's why we pay you the big bucks. So welcome. We're going to talk about a movie. Um, and, but first, a word from our sponsor. That sponsor is the Santa Fe Writers Project, or SFWP for short. Today, I want to tell you about one of the books published by SFWP called We All Scream. This book is actually written by the founder and director of SFWP, Andrew Gifford. It's a memoir that details the rise and fall of the Giffords Ice Cream Company and the family behind it. Some of you from the D.C. area may remember Giffords. I've read it and it really will keep you turning page after page to find out what happens next. I highly recommend that you check it out. So, SFWP is offering 25% off to all of our listeners when you order direct through their website sfwp.com just use the coupon code movies when you check out this applies to we all scream or any of the other great titles thank you santa fe writers project for help making the magic happen here at matt and todd go to the movies everyone go support a small business and buy some books yeah so today um we are actually going to be recording three episodes in a row. One of three right now. That's right. Um, but the movie we're going to talk about in this episode is called Atlantics. Um, this is one on Netflix that uh, I don't think Todd and I had ever heard of. Definitely not. And uh, we watched it. Yes, we did. So what is it about? Well, first of all, it's set in Senegal where um, I'm guessing... From watching this movie that the majority language is French so uh, the movie is in French with subtitles there are also times where Arabic is spoken and a language called Wolof which I am not familiar with but neither am I just in case you're curious yeah. I thought you might be fluent uh, I consider myself a pretty worldly person so well wow. must have missed that one yeah so so there's the setting for you what happens in this movie? Well, there's like a, a team of guys who are working on a construction site and they haven't been paid in a while. And then they decide that they're going to go sail off into the Atlantic and try and reach Spain. Because geographically speaking, I guess Spain and Senegal are just separated like by, by some small amount of the Atlantic Ocean. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, they're owed 32 million of whatever currency that place uses, just in case right. anyone was curious about that. Right. It's a big amount of money um, 
but probably not as much as $32 million. Um, so, uh, all these guys have girlfriends, and um, one of them in particular, the story kind of focuses on, her name's Addie, and uh, so she has a boyfriend, one of these guys, his name is uh, Suleiman, but she's also engaged to be married to a man named Omar. Omar! Yeah. So that's a little bit uh, tricky there, but... Uh, Anyway, so these guys do end up going off to sea, and um, they actually end up dying at sea, we find out. Yeah. That's not even a spoiler. Right. Happens in the first ten minutes of the movie. <laughs> right, right. And it's really critical to even talking about the movie at all, <laughs> is the fact that that happened. So anyway, um, Adi's marriage is coming up to um, Omar, and in fact... On their wedding day, I guess, or maybe it was just before their wedding day. I don't know. That was it was kind of kind of a mystery to me exactly how that worked. And um, there's a mysterious fire that's set on their marriage bed. And so a detective comes and he's trying to figure out how this uh, fire got started and all this other stuff is going on. Um, and then the ghosts who possess people come. Yeah. So Also not a spoiler. Pretty much very <laughs> integral to the movie. Right. Right. So that's probably as far as I'm going to take it. But I'll just mention that the, the dead spirits of the guys on the boat all come back and possess different people and uh, cause them to do things at nighttime. Yes. And that's how the movie is resolved, through the use of dead people possessing live people. So, that's that's what happens in this movie. Todd, wh what did you think? Well, if you just heard that synopsis and you're thinking to yourself, that sounds at least a little interesting, that's exactly how I felt until I watched the movie. <laughs> uh, I was not a fan of this movie. It is not good. Uh... The, the supernatural part of this movie is like kind of one of the only interesting things happening in this movie. It's really hard to, in my opinion, care about most of the characters you're introducing to in this movie. You've got kind of the quote-unquote main character who's this girl, uh, Ada. And uh, I don't... You know, she's in love with this other guy but marrying this other guy and... He, I just at no point could find myself to care about her predicament because she's just being a bad person, in my opinion. I mean, I, I don't think all those other guys should have died or whatever, but uh, I mean, like, the, the, the story is definitely around this one woman, and you're just kind of like, for someone who's growing up in what looks to be a pretty poor country where everyone has hardship. She's pretty spoiled, <laughs> and uh, which is kind of hard to achieve, I think, in, in those areas. But she definitely is. Um, it's not. I didn't find the acting very well. Now I think there could be like a language kind of translation thing going on, where like it's hard to really. I mean, I say this because I'm trying to give the movie credit, but when, when we watched Parasite, I wasn't like. 
the acting was questionable, whatever, it was all really good. But I found the acting to just not be good from almost anyone in this movie. I mean, I, maybe it was a low budget, like just find who, people who could be in it um, kind of thing. But it just, I mean, it was like, what was the number on the list? Four or something like that? Like, it was pretty high on this on this list of Netflixes and I mean we've definitely had some movies where I where you, what I have definitely questioned the, the number placement well to be fair uh, the number placement doesn't mean anything except for where it is in the alphabet okay that's so it's it it's number four because it starts with A oh uh, but uh, oh yeah I guess so American Honey was one yeah okay alright I take that back then yeah. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. not gonna poop on them like that anymore but I'll get back to pooping on this movie because it's not good so to sum up if you're going to say hey Todd should I see this movie I'm going to say no don't worry it it was not two and a half hours long which was a great break of pace for us Um, but it's just not good like it's there's really not many good things I can say about it so I'll just stop there and turn it over to my colleague here Matt what did you think about this movie uh, well, I, I largely agree with your assessment of it. Um, I, too, really thought that the acting was not good. But again, I hesitated because I was like, okay, are these people all Senegalese? And right. so they're acting in completely in culture, and I'm not of that culture, so I don't, I'm not able to say that. But that being said, I... As my gut reaction, I didn't feel like <laughs> yeah. feel like the the acting was good. I thought it was was pretty pretty surfacey as far as things went, yeah. but the script itself was pretty pretty surfacey. Um, yeah, it came across as like this was this is on this list because somebody was like, ah, it's a foreign language film and it was filmed in Senegal and yeah. so it should be on the list. Check check a check a box or something. Right. Oh, it's foreign and it's in another language. Oh, we gotta put it on this list of good movies. Yeah. So, yes, the I probably like the supernatural part of this movie more than Todd did, more than you did, Todd, and <laughs> I. Uh, it was it was the only sort of redeeming part of the movie is like it took this weird turn it was just like a little almost romantic comedy romantic tragedy type situation and then people started uh, having their eyes roll back and roaming around right. the town at night yes so that was like oh well this is different I'll, I'll definitely admit that it is an interesting turn in the movie right but by the time it finally came around, I was like already pretty mentally checked out, and then it wasn't re- reinforced enough or anything like that to make me care. Right. It just yeah. was kind of there. Yep. So, so yeah, I don't have a lot more to say about about this guy. It was, it's not not great. Um, if you're really into foreign films, maybe you take a look at it. Foreign zombie films or something but in general I don't think most people should bother so I guess we're on the same page there definitely yeah um all right so how many um um capsizing boats would you give this movie 
capsizing boat being the boat that kills all the people. <laughs> right. Uh, zero to five. Zero to five capsizing boats, where five would be the best number of capsizing boats. Yeah. The most, that's what, what you want. You want at least five capsizing right. boats right. to be perfect. Well, it was not a perfect movie. It will not get five capsizing <laughs> boats from me. Um, I'm going to give it a 2.3 capsizing boats. Almost an average movie. Um, it would have been significantly lower if there hadn't been zombies that came out of the woodwork sure. for me. So, 2.3, uh, below average, and don't see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm going to really go pretty low for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I can't, I, in my mind, I keep trying to get it to at least one, and I just mm. can't rectify that in my mind. So, yeah. I'm going to stick with my gut and go 0.7. Point seven. Uh, capsizing boats. It's just the only interesting thing about this is the supernatural turn. Yeah. But then it's like really not done. It's only interesting for a hot second, and then it's just like that's it. You're just still kind of like, well, this movie's still going on. Okay. That being said, I don't think it was a long movie, but it just felt long to me. <laughs> yeah. So. Fair enough. Well. Good luck calculating that. Uh, Oh, I got it. I got oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, that will wrap up this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies, where we reviewed Atlantics, a movie about capsizing boats and zombies. It's and also spelled differently than what Netflix labels it. Like, right. when the title comes on the screen in the movie, it is not... I mean, maybe it's pronounced Atlantics, but it is not spelled the way we spell it. Right. I think the French... The French title is Atlantique or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, from my several years of high school French. Coming back to, to serve you I know well how to now. pronounce the Q-U-E <laughs> ending to the movie. Um, but yeah, we, we didn't really like it. And uh, I liked it slightly more than Todd. But I think our average was 1.6 capsizing boats out of 5. Mm-hmm. It's not a good score. Mm-mm. And uh, we think you shouldn't watch it. So, <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of Matt and in the Movies. And listen again next time. Da-da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.